Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast presents episode 850, Community Surprises, recorded live on February 9th, 2023. distracted by Penz's question that I never found. I was going to say, did you end up finding it? Because <laughs> I haven't found it yet. Not sure which thing this was even in. Yeah, where did you post that question? I don't know where where this question is that you're talking about, Penz. I, I really don't. Oh, are you talking about Dust being behind on more reading again? Oh, stack the bingo card. <laughs> to be fair, I did listen to it last night. So Listen to what? Winter Contingent. Oh, the what they put up on YouTube? Yeah, the Harispus reading of it on YouTube. Yeah, I heard it. I listened to it today. Nice. It'll be... Uh, I'm, I'm really, really interested in hearing more about this. Well, I'm... should be saving this for the podcast, but I'm wondering what the... Because it's, it's just a little small kind of self-contained story. But I wonder if they're going to... I guess they're, for each one of these little... Or maybe whenever there's a lore piece, they're going to put little stories together. They might not connect to anything bigger other than just give more lore to the season mm-hmm. content stuff. But Still was pretty good. Yeah. Of course, with me listening to it, I got distracted with other things. So while I technically listened to it, I missed big chunks Half of it. Of it. So, <laughs> so I need to actually read through it. That, I mean, and that's one of the... the reasons why for me audiobooks I don't think it would would work that well because I could just be have a random thought come in or be doing something and then it's like okay I just forgot what the last 10 minutes were or I wasn't paying attention I don't know how far back I need to go so for me reading an actual book or actual text is a way for me to be focused and actually retain what I'm reading Mm -hmm. that's usually why whenever I listening to an audiobook it's while i'm doing something that's rather monotonous like you know if i'm outside mowing i'll have you know i'll put i'll put uh headphones in and listen to well i used to you know now you know back when phones had three millimeter ports mine still does yeah mine doesn't and i really don't want to walk around mowing the yard with these things on it gets a little warm Actually, I've been thinking about getting some Raycons. These are JBLs. They're, they function. I'll say it that way. All the gestures make these a pain in the butt. But Yeah, well, I've heard a lot of good things about the Raycons. Um, not just from the YouTubers, from actual people that use them. That's good. With all the whole <laughs> YouTuber advertising stuff going on lately, <laughs> take all the, that stuff with a grain of salt right now. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I tend to, I tend to shy away from YouTubers that push products. I mean, everything is just kind of an ad thing, anyways. Nowadays, yeah. it's not really. A, no one's doing it maliciously, of course. I mean, there's no, no one's doing it maliciously, and they're just trying to make a living, and I understand that. Yeah, it's just 
I don't, I didn't come there. I don't watch their content to listen to them. Try to sell me stuff. But it's how they're Which, trying to make money. Yeah. Like it's, I said, it's like I'm not fault. Yeah. I'm not faulting them for doing it. Especially yeah. with, you know, how YouTube loves to pay their content creators. I mean, from what it sounds like, YouTube's a lot better than Twitch and some other platforms. Oh, it, it is. It is. I'm not, but they, uh, are not as good as they used to be. Sure. It used to be where a YouTuber could actually make a decent living without having to have multiple outside sources of income. Now, in order to make YouTube your career, you have to have the outside income other than YouTube payments. Well, that's primarily just because everything is saturated now with so many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, YouTube's made. Oh, did you hear the latest? Content creators can now make money off their shorts. About time. You know how they're doing it? For every ad Google that's ads. watched. For every ad that every ad that's watched, the money that they make from that ad goes into a pool. Part of it goes to pay licenses. For, you know, movie clips, music, things like that. Things that are copyrighted. The biggest chunk goes to YouTube, of course. And then they split the remainder of the money between the content creators per view. Huh. Except, now this only this only applies if somebody clicks on the shorts page. You know, you actually go into the shorts page. If you click on a short that comes in your feed, doesn't apply. Oh, that sucks. This is only if you go into the source, pa- the shorts page on YouTube or on mobile. Hmm. Ex- and, you know, the content, get- content creators get paid except for if the ad plays first. So you open the shorts page, shorts page, and an ad plays, YouTube keeps all that money. Yeah, that's pretty much the reaction everybody I've heard talk about it has, too. I mean, I guess it's only missing out on one view's worth of revenue, but that's still weird. Well, the the problem that people have with it is people are going to the shorts page to watch content. Okay? So... Every platform has this problem, though. An ad doesn't play every time you load into the shorts, shorts page. It's like I tried it, I clicked on it today and it just took me right into the first short, you know, no ad. But we're talking about such a minuscule amount of money. Why omit it? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, of how much, how many dollars YouTube brings in on ads, why would you omit that, that specific scenario? That is weird. Yeah, like I said, yeah, it's YouTube. How much did Google bring in last year? $356 trillion billion or something like that? I don't know. And they're, they're laying off a whole bunch of people, too. Yeah, you know, because, man, they, they lost, they were 12% under their projections. Tech companies are, are just shedding people. It's crazy. Anyways, back on the Halo. Hello and welcome to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. We are 15 minutes into this already. Well, maybe 10. 
I'm Duststorm, one of your co-hosts. I'm your other co-host, Godzilla T. And uh, I figure we're just going to insert this banter beforehand because there were some Halo topics. We didn't do a formal intro, so this is going to be a little bit of a, of a different <laughs> opening take. Some of you are probably listening via the download. Oh, you're like, not going to make this a pa- Patreon exclusive? Uh, we're not there yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> We've Sorry, only got guys, four I patrons. tried to get you something for most your of, Patreon. And most of them are already here. <laughs> most of our patrons are only here. The two that aren't here right now are Prestige and Fuchs. And Fuchs might be here, just hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Uh, we got a bit of a short show today because I figured we could change things up a little bit towards the end of the show, given our main topic that we'll probably talk about tonight. But first of all, we always have our Podtacular Community Corner. Kind of already dipped into that a little bit with the whole YouTube and content discussion stuff. But uh, GT, how was Dragon Friday last week? Your internet work? Most Hint, of the loaded night. question. Hint. <laughs> Did your game work? Hint, even night. more loaded question. Hint. Uh, actually, it worked really great until about a half hour before we normally shut down. <laughs> we had a yeah, we had a connection error, and which required re, you know re, restarting the game. And after that, I could not connect to any server. Yep, the server thing struck again for GT. Don't know what's going on. Although I don't know, I, I really don't know. I I literally went through Microsoft's try this, and I did everything, which is to go through that list. It's an hour and a half. <laughs> if you don't know how to do all that stuff, it's five or six hours because then you got to figure out how to do it. Yeah. There was a couple of things I had to do a little research to f- figure out how to do it in Windows 10. Um, <laughs> okay. But I have no idea what it is. I'm going to, ha- I guess I'm just going to have to call Google Fiber and find out what the hell's going on. But I mean, you're in See if it's working, something on there right? and it's causing the problem. Hmm. To be fair, when you left, they gave, I, I think one Bobby or someone got host and they gave it to me. And I had the same issue, and then we changed something. I think we, like, broke up the lobby, and then Briar went back in, and things started working. Well, like I said, I couldn't... The problem wasn't when I'd load the game, it wouldn't let me go online. It wouldn't let me connect to the Xbox services. Right. So, who the well, heck Well, if, if I don't figure it out this weekend... Um, like tomorrow we'll, I'll probably fire up the Xbox and play off the Xbox, but, uh, tomorrow, if it doesn't, or this weekend, I don't figure it out. Um, I'll probably just have to start using the Xbox again, which is fine. The only reason I was using the PC to begin with was it made streaming a bit easier. Well, no, it actually made like party management and stuff easier hmm. because you know, I have voice chat and I can have the gameplay. It was all just right here. I didn't have to have a second account signed into the party so that you guys could hear it. You know, I could just keep it all contained in the PC with our switch to discord, which seems to be working really well. 
Yeah. I haven't heard any complaints. Me neither. Uh, especially after I figured out how to fix Discord. Apparently, they have different modes that you can put Discord in. And I was I was not in the correct mode. I needed to change it to legacy mode. I changed it to legacy huh. mode. And audio works just fine. Okay. Interesting. So you know, once I got that fixed, that that's why I always had a problem with Discord is because it just did not like my setup. I, I it it hasn't for a while, and it, apparently the audio engine or something that they use, they've got multiple versions of it. And, uh, I used the legacy version and it, it works fine. So, okay. But my, my blinky light will now go out when I stop talking. <laughs> Fair enough. That's good. At least you figured that out. Yeah. I even figured out how to add the little talking buttons into the stream. Yeah. The overlay. It's really nice. Uh, but to your point, con- uh, not confound pins. We actually found that there were some forge maps that did load. There were probably about like half the maps that we tried in customs after you left just would not work. Yeah, and I don't know if that's because of an update that caused the maps to not load or work, or maybe they're having some other problems. But there was quite a bit of trial and error when it came to trying to find the map that would actually load in custom games. Yeah. Well, you know, Microsoft would never update their servers and not tell anybody about it. Who knows? But speaking about custom games, we've got the big topic of today, the surprise launch of the community collection playlist Mm -hmm. is live in Halo Infinite. It has four community made maps that are being featured. And according to Michael Shore, who's, Forge Lord, or who's one of the um, Forge leads at the studio. I wonder if he t- kind of took over Tom French's spot since he left. But Probably. Or at least his responsibilities. Right. He came out and said that this is going to be an evergreen playlist, which means that this playlist is here to stay. It's a permanent playlist. There's going to be content constantly being added and rotated through to this playlist. So there's always going to be a playlist where Forge maps are going to reside from community and i believe i don't remember where the source of this was specifically but it was in the blitz video so and i think he pulled it from a tweet from some dev somewhere but there's going to be a btb community playlist as well coming down the road so we'll have two community-based forage playlists which is great Mm -hmm. even though forge is still in beta I think season three is supposed to come out of beta or, or whatever. But having these playlists, people have been very happy to see this. I've seen nothing but praise. <laughs> it's kind of interesting how the dichotomy of people's opinion of 343 has kind of changed over the last couple of months. But from what I've seen and what I've heard across all social media, people are tending, trending in the happy with 343 direction now. Well, who's to say it wasn't headed this direction before? I'm not going to get there. We're not going to go there, but. Like I said, you know, people, I find that a lot of people in the public eye or that speak publicly can be very two-faced. Sure. I'm happy with what's being done. I choose to believe that it was stuff that was in the work before 
these people left. I'm sure a lot of this stuff was considering the rapidness of the turnaround on some of this stuff. So we'll see now when start things start coming, coming up here in the later half of the year, then we'll see what this team can do. It's going to be good. Mm -hmm. That's all I'll say. It's going to be good. (laughs) Oh, I found another YouTuber to block today. So anyways, so there's four maps currently in the community collection playlist. There is absolution. This is made by Info Prime 52, Saves Me 6464, and Bob is Here. I've heard of the Anvil and the Bob is Here game attacks before, at least. And this was actually showcased in one of the previous Forge features. There is Perilous by Sikamikaniko, Who's Blaze, Unknown Emerald, T-Dub Fed 1, and Bubba. Recognize a few of those names. I actually did go into the playlist yesterday played one game and this was the map that i actually played on perilous feels like a interesting mix of lockout and a couple other maps can't think it remind me of a couple other maps that have been in other halo games salvation which is the damnation remake which we've played a lot in custom games already and starboard made by pone jones the hooded man z Bishu Talks, The Meta Chief, Hitbox, Unknown, and Max Extra. Max Extra is the only gamer tag in that list that I recognize. Four maps to start is pretty good. We've seen a lot of really cool community created ones and all the Forge features. I think we'll have plenty to pull from. Having, I think four maps is a good start. It keeps things kind of self-contained. I don't know if the cadence with this is to follow the two-week schedule that they have for all the other playlists kind of how they have it in mcc where's there's the rotating stuff so i don't know if this is something that they'll refresh maps every two weeks or look at adding new content every two weeks or if it'll be on a month cadence but i'm assuming there's going to be some kind of regular update to this playlist based on well yeah they definitely need to keep fresh content coming in all in all i would like to see the map availability in the playlist grow a little bit i think it will i think this is just a starting point like i said uh, you know i would like to see the rotate the number of rotational maps in the in the playlist grow probably like between six and eight some somewhere around there just to help with burnout Mm -hmm. because that's you know that's one of the biggest problems with Matchmaking is you play the same maps over and over again, and you, you kind of get burned out on them. It's kind of like in Halo 4, I got really tired of playing in Haven. <laughs> Although, to be fair, Haven was probably one of the best I, I'm not maps. saying that it was a bad map, but after you play 10 games in a row on it, sure. you want something different. Sure. Yes. That's why I'm glad that 343 has decided not to put the voting system in place. Yeah, that's that's an interesting topic of discussion, which we don't need to get into now, but it is well, nice I, to I have... just say, once the voting system showed up, I liked it for about 10 minutes. Well, I liked the veto system in Halo 3 because that would at least help trend 
certain modes and maps. Because if there was one, let, let's just take say let's say Guardian Oddball for some reason in Halo Three. If if everyone was vetoing that, then Bungie could take that data back and say, okay, this one everyone's vetoing. Let's swap this out for something else. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the the voting system. I just no. <laughs> sure. Certain amount of choice is okay. You don't want yeah. too much choice in some cases. The veto system I was I was actually okay with because usually when a map of you know a game type and or map got vetoed, I was there vetoing with it. <laughs> because it was right. something I didn't want to play. And then it was always random what you got next. You know, it wasn't a set set of choices you know, you might get the exact same map but it'd be a different game type so i like that system i wasn't so happy with voting so i'm kind of glad they moved away from that would you say you would like to see because the system in mcc is actually really good too for social being able to i mean you know, at honestly, least there's a population enough to support it if there was Population, you know, that might be a problem, I mean, the, the whole, you know, sometimes I just want to jump in a playlist and play. You know, sometimes I just want to jump into Slayer and play. I don't want to have to go through and check it. I mean, it's a good solution for not having multiple playlists to scroll through. You just go through and check which ones you're interested in playing. But, you know, there's sometimes the simplicity of just going to the playlist you want to play and playing it. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess for MCC, it's a little bit different, too. Now, I'm thinking about it a little bit more after saying that, because you have so many different possible combinations where you do mm-hmm. need some kind of filtering system versus a just, here's a static set of maps and modes and everything. Yeah. I mean, for the MCC with the four games, five games, I think it works. Six games. It worked five games. Six. It's only five with matchmaking. Oh, as far as, okay, yeah, as far as PvP multiplayer, got it, yep. Yeah. I think it works best for that because you have actually this so many options. You know, you, you could have one of, you could have a match in any one of five games. It is actually six, because you got Reach, CE, two, two anniversary, three, and four. So there's actually six games. No, five. Oh, sorry. No, reach. Yeah, never mind. Yep. Six. I was just thinking of Master Chief, man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Stop it, Laird. Um, I just, I don't think that system would work very as effectively in a single game. Right. And that was kind of the realization that was slowly <laughs> ticking off in my head. So we'll see what other community stuff comes into the playlist. The Salvation map was the only one that I had seen previously. I hadn't seen the other three before, but the one I did play played very well. We've played mm-hmm. the Salvation one in custom games and on game night before. And from what I've seen across social media, the other two play very well as well. I wonder if, because with Forchub, they've had partnerships where they've introduced community-made maps from the winners of those contests in. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to do something similar with those maps into some of the other playlists or if those will get somehow incorporated into this. I don't know. I don't have any insider knowledge about that. I'm just wondering 
with well, that I relationship in the 343 past. 343 will continue to use that resource because there's a lot of good maps that came from Forge Hub and the greater forging community that if they hadn't had that partnership, we would a lot of people would have never seen. My my only hope is they add is some type. Ha, 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 ha. Anyway, I hope they add some type of action sackish playlist. You know, some place where you can just go get your silly on. Because, you know, uh, honestly, Fiesta just doesn't really cut it. <laughs> Not like it did in Halo 5. I'm sorry. I, I agree. It would It would be nice to have that. Super Fiesta is... <laughs> Probably 343's greatest achievement. Let's see Bungie do something like that. (laughs) (laughs) They can't even maintain the net code of their own game. Anyways, some other things from 343 this week. We've got a new community corner. This one is featuring Halo Guy, which I honestly haven't heard of this creator before, but apparently it's another lore and theory YouTuber. Seems to be kind of the run the mill for Halo YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Up there with Hidden Xperia, Installation Zero Zero, Late Night Gaming, Late Night Halo. Well, it's a it's a lot safer than talking about anything else. That's true. That's true. We've also got another cannon fodder. This one's titled Didact's Domain. Visiting a little bit of Halo 4 history. A little overview of the Greg Baron novels. I think there's a little bit of expansion on some of the development behind the story as it was. Herspus, being a big lore person himself, has a lot to add to the conversation, so that's cool to see. There's a new fracture that Herspus talks about called uh, Firewall for Season 3. So that'll, be, that'll be the fracture event there. And another look at the armory, and that's it. We've got the HCS 2023 roadmap for those that are interested in attending events. uh, Hope you live by Texas (laughs) because half of the events are in Texas for for this year. For some reason, I don't know why. (laughs) At least you got someplace cheap to stay. If uh, well, mm, one one of them, I would have a cheap place to stay. Well, it's not like Texas is that big. You just drive to the rest of them. Maybe driving in Texas for 14 hours and still be in Texas. (laughs) Okay, so we've got the first major coming up in two weeks. That is in Charlotte, North Carolina, February 24th through the 26th. We've got two partnered tournaments happening before the next event, the mainline event. We've got the Quadrant Online, which is in April, and the Phase Clan Online, which is in May. Then we've got the first Global Invitational, which is a Dream Hack event, which will be in Dallas, Texas, June 2nd through the 4th. Then we've got the next major, which is hosted by Optic, and this is going to be in Arlington, Texas. This is June 30, 30th through July 2nd. There is another Global Invitational. This is a Space Station gaming event in Salt Lake City, Utah, August 4th through the 8th. Then there is the third major for the U.S., which is going to be in Fort Worth, Texas, September 1st through the 3rd. And then the Halo World Championship back in Seattle, October 12th through the 15th. So lots of things in Texas. So if 
If you live in Texas, uh, you'll have plenty of opportunities to get some Halo action. Well, I mean, at least it's relatively close to me if I ever chose to drive down there. Just all freaking in the middle of Texas. Arlington, Dallas, and Fort Worth. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, there's those are kind of the three of the big cities. <laughs> well, Dallas-Fort Worth is basically one giant city. True. Or two cities that basically kind of merge together. So you just kind of... You got Fort Worth on the west side, and you got Dallas on the east side. Laird, tentatively going to Seattle? There are some other things that unfortunately might interrupt that. I'm hoping they don't, but my plan is to go to Seattle again. My my plan is to go to every world. That's my plan. But time will tell. Not entirely 100% sure at the moment. We'll know more as things get a little bit closer. But that that is my plan is, is to go. I know there's a few other folks in the community that are also looking at going to worlds. I might try to jump down to one of the Texas events. I'm not sure. My One of my brothers lives in Richardson, Texas, which is basically one of the suburbs in Dallas, so I might go down there for one of them. Not sure yet. Haven't committed to any events at this time. If you want to see the full events for NA, including the open series, the qualifiers, online finals, and all that stuff, you can head on over to halo.gg. There's also new unlocks for this season that you can get while watching the Twitch streams. So if you want to get some more bling, then make sure you head on over to the Twitch stream February 24th through 26th for at least the first event, which is going to be in Charlotte. There is eight new items that you can unlock as far as charms, weapon skins, armor skins. And there's also some larger things like grand final day type unlocks as well on top of those eight things that you can get. So for all you things, all you folks that like to unlock things like me, then make sure you tune into those streams. Don't think, say anything stupid or else I'll ban you from the stream. <laughs> Anyways, in addition to the room up, we've got a new event that actually just kicked off this week called Noble Intention in Halo Infinite. So this is the last little thing that they kind of snuck in here before Season 3 comes out next month. Uh, this one is with uh, highlighting two other members that used to be part of Noble Team. Tom A293 and where's the other one? Why are both of them not listed here at the top? Rosinda, that's it. Rosinda A344. And it just so happens to coincide with this that they released another little Halo Waypoint Chronicle called Winter Contingent. Bruce was doing the narration of the audiobook quote-unquote version of this. And there's also a PDF that you can pick up from the post on Halo Waypoint as well. Of course, another free 10-tier battle pass has armor unlocks that unlocks both of these armor sets for Tom and Rosinda in Halo Infinite. So go on in and check it out. Also, the capstone for this week is the Wagewood's uh, Spriggan armor coating for the Mark 5B armor core. And I believe that's all of the Halo Waypoint specific news. If I'm not mistaken, yes, it is for this week. 
We've got a couple other things to talk about. We've got. Uh, do you do you follow Quarter Digital at all? Off and on? No. You know who uh, they are. are you though, talking right? about? Yeah. Uh. Well, they've got a little Halo ODST teaser or a trailer that they put out for. Uh, one of the folks there wanted to make something, and they put a whole bunch of their own time and effort into it outside of working at Corridor Digital, which is a visual effects studio based out of California. And it's a basically a fan project, similar to how the Halo VFX person has put together his role, uh, his roles of stuff. And we've seen a lot of other just fan-made animation projects. But Corridor Digital being a pretty big name in the visual effects scene, I put together this trailer and they're looking to turn it into an actual big production. And it's called Cold Storage. Hmm. Wonder where they got that name from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Confal. Uh people have been really <laughs> really comparing it to the Paramount show. And I think this was also predicated a little bit off of they did a VFX artist reacts to video game cutscenes, and obviously Halo Master Chief Collection with the blur cutscenes from Halo 2 was one of the things that came up because they had one of the blur animators on. So they were going through basically blur's role of, of stuff. And that was about four months ago when they released that episode. And in the uh, quarter crew video, which is where they talk about behind the scenes process of what, how they make some of their content, they talked about how for them, the visual effects in the Halo show from Paramount were a little bit underwhelming in certain pieces, especially the the later in part. And they wanted to make something that was inspiring to them. So they did, and this will probably turn into a bigger project that we'll see in a couple months. Or maybe maybe a little bit longer than a couple months. But with Corridor Crew being behind the, the name, it's definitely going to be something to to check out for sure. We've also got... The Xbox Honda Fan Cup Tournament that is uh, happening again. So registration is open for the next round. If you go on over to Xbox's Twitter, you'll get the link there for the qualifiers, which is taking place uh, soon. Coming up. Qualifier number three is when? Really, you put time, but what's the date? Why don't I see a date on this? Well, qualifier number three is coming up. Oh, there it is. February 11th. So this weekend. Qualifier, qualifier number three. Qualifier number four is the 18th. And then the finale will be on March 4th. So for those that would like to compete, there you go. There's an HCS Grassroots Valentine's play date coming up tomorrow, actually, uh, the 10th. There are going to be the partnered HCS Grassroots content creators playing from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern time. We've got Oath, Mons, Ubernick, Mint Blitz, Real Life Spartans in there, uh, I Spiteful, quite a few other content creators that are part of the, the new HCS Grassroots reboot program. So that's going on tomorrow. Um, I believe if you match up with them or if you tune into their stream, there's also Twitch drops that you can earn. So make sure you check out all the streamers. Oath seems to be the one that's kind of pushing this pretty much. And I forget if it was last week or the week before that we talked about the kind of monthly game nights that 
the HCS grassroots group is going forward with. So mm. it's a chance to play with some of your favorite streamers and content creators and also get some cool Twitch drops if you're interested. And I believe, oh, there's the last thing. Uh, the last thing is for those that are tracking the mega constructs voting rounds for the, the sets to be made for this next year's lineup of Halo mega construct sets. The first round was for Warthogs, and the one that won out was the Neon Superfly Warthog, which is a mostly black with purple and blue accents. Round two voting is up now, and it is for the Mongoose. So head on over <laughs> to uh, the at Mega Constructs or at Halo Gear Twitter pages to get a link for the voting for the Mongoose. I went to Warthog they were talking about in Winter Contingency on tracks there was was it halo wars that either had a concept for a warthog or had the warthog or somewhere else where it was the snow hog but it had like the triangle treads yeah i don't remember it was like track it was, it was like tractor treads or like the tank treads yeah. but it was like the trying oh yeah. no it was it was the halo ce mod might be probably a halo seat mod is what i'm actually thinking of but I, i'm just i'm imagining a warthog with gold wing doors in an enclosed turret on the back someone please build it please model it yes <laughs> <laughs> no build it really oh well a okay. real one <laughs> well you can do that too so yeah that's pretty much all we have as far as news this week uh anything else that you can think of gt anything else from chat before we switch on over to actually playing some of the community playlist for the rest of the night? Mm, no, I don't have anything. Okay, cool. Well, thanks folks for listening. This has been a little bit of a shorter show, but next week we'll actually have three patrons on the show <laughs> since they've earned their keep. Uh, we will have Prestige, Pens, and Comthal all on the show next week. So this is going to be one heck of a podcast next week. It's been a long time since we've had more than three folks on the show. And the, uh, I got, I actually have to make a new layout for it. Cause I don't have a five screen layout. So I got to hop into after effects and <laughs> add a new layout for the Better stream. step on that one. Yep. How about the adrenal bundle? Salt Life, I'm, I'm not sure I'm tracking what you're talking about for some reason. Is that part of the um, the free tin, tin event tier thing, or is this the... I'm drawing a blank on what... It's a few items. Oh, yeah, so in the store is... I mean, we, we knew it was going to come up, so some of the stuff that was... Previously exclusive to buying product and unlocking codes have started coming up in the store. And the first one was the Adrenal Bundle, which was the Monster Energy promotion, which is the black and green. It is in the shop. People are making a big fuss about it. I'm, I honestly don't know why. It We knew this was going to happen. 343 said this was going to happen. But yeah, it's there for people that want it, I guess. That's just my opinion. It's probably it. cheaper than buying a monster. <laughs> Um, I don't know. 
I don't buy monster drinks, so I can't tell you. <laughs> I don't even look at them. I mean, if it's 800 credits, then that's $10. Like I said, I don't know. You can't purchase it. Like, does, does it not work? Is that the problem? I, I'm i out of the loop, honestly. I, I, I don't go into the shop, so I can't verify that one. <laughs> I rarely go into the shop. I, I don't even open it to look to see what's there. Let me see. If you already have an item, you're blocked from buying the bundle. Well, I mean, that makes sense, because if you already have the item, then it doesn't make sense for you to purchase it again. I mean, that, that just makes sense, I think. Unless there's something else in the bundle that they, they don't have. Okay. Yeah, that's an issue. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that's probably an unforeseen bug. And I'm this is the first item that's actually been released from a previous exclusive unlock. So, yeah, okay. No, that's definitely an issue. But a single monster costs 2 tw- <laughs> Bobby's at Walmart and listening to the podcast. Oh my gosh. All right, the bundle is 500 credits. That'd be five bucks. So yeah, you I guess the bundle would technically be cheaper than buying four monsters and getting all the skins. See? It's saving you money. Provided you can actually get it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that sucks. I hope they fix that. I I mean I honestly haven't paid too close attention to it, but yeah, that's I mean I've got a Rockstar can back there that I never used the code on. Hopefully this is something that, well, that code probably doesn't work anymore because those all, you couldn't redeem those past March 31st of last year. Yeah. Well, the Rockstar promotion is still going on, so. Oh, well, maybe maybe that would work then. Yeah, that sucks. Well, at least I assume it's still going on because they they keep putting those cans in our machine. It could just be old stock and the codes may not work anymore. I don't I don't drink them. Somebody just handed me the can because I knew I liked Halo. Hey, that's nice. And then I hosed it off because you know, I didn't, didn't want their cooties. <laughs> well, hopefully the issue with the store gets figured out. I'm guessing they're aware of it at this point. If, if everyone's having a problem with it, they're most definitely aware of it. Hopefully they fix it. All right, well, that's going to be it for the podcast tonight. Thank you, folks, for listening. For those that are here on Twitch, we're going to hop over to Halo Infinite, play some games in the new community playlist. So if you've got Halo Infinite at the ready, uh, come on over and join us for a little bit. Uh, We'll obviously have only spots for two people to join, at least for as long as GT uh, sticks around. And then we'll probably do a little bit more tomorrow maybe to start off if the lobby's small enough but yeah either that we may rotate people in yeah it's been a while since we we've actually done that well we'll see what happens thank you for listening to pod tackler the unofficial halo universe podcast you can find our podcast on your favorite podcasting service and listen to us live every thursday night at 8 30 p.m eastern time on twitch check out our website podtackler.com and join the community on Discord at podtackler.com slash Discord. If you want to play Halo with us, come join us for Fragon Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Become a supporter of the show by sharing the show with your friends and family. Or help keep the lights on by subscribing to us on Twitch, donating via PayPal, or becoming a patron alongside Confal, Pins Halo, and Prestige Ace. 
until next time, keep on fragging trucks.